This is Kim Paris Upshaw, and this is the Silent Women's Club podcast for Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. I almost didn't record today because it got to be so late in the day that I struggled with what to talk about. Well, that's not really true. I struggled with talking about what has been in my heart to talk about. And that is abortion. And I struggle to talk about it, not because I am embarrassed to talk about my own situation, nor is it because I have a problem with the subject. I don't even have a problem talking about it in this day of Supreme Court nomination hearings. I know that this is a politically charged issue, which frankly, I don't think it should be because I do believe that a woman should have a right to make choices about her body. I believe that a woman and her partner should be able to make decisions about their life together and their future. I do also believe that life does begin at conception, but we have to talk about what that life is going to look like. Too many people argue the sanctity of life, but they only think about the life in the womb and they don't think about the life that is carrying the life in the womb, nor do they think about the life after the womb. And that is my problem with what we have in this country as the the abortion debate. And I didn't want to get into that, is why I haven't really talked about abortion. Not that I don't have my opinions, as I've shared a little bit of them already. But there's so much to this that we never talk about. And too many of us moms who don't talk about our abortion experiences because we don't want to hear the stuff that I've endured, that you are a murderer, that you are evil, that there's something wrong with you, that um, you are going against God's plan, Um, all of your satanic, all of those things that women are told. But what you never hear are the stories that are life and death, the stories that are future destroying, all wrapped around whether or not to have an abortion or to choose termination. There are so many reasons women choose termination. And I don't believe it's right for us to decide for someone else what's best for their life. And it wasn't until I was reading through some news stories today that I came across a Michigan senator's story. And the story he shared today during the Supreme Court or or surrounding the Supreme Court confirmation hearing in which he talked about how his then-wife was four months pregnant and she was miscarrying 
And I say that in the present tense because it was occurring. But the hospital would not perform the termination and instead sent her home so that nature could take care of the termination. And you guessed what happened. While nature, in air quotes, was taking care of the termination, the mom was deteriorating. And so while nature the hospital that would not perform the termination because they believed in the sanctity of life and they were protecting, they were allowing nature to take care of it. Here was a woman who was unnecessarily suffering longer than she needed to and was in danger of dying. And so the senator talked about how they had to go to a different hospital which would perform the procedure and save the mom's life. So when we talk about this debate, I am for, as you guys know, I love you. I love moms. I love your children. I love their memories and I hate that they're not here. But there are situations where our lives have to be preserved as well. Certainly there are moms who choose to go through their pregnancies knowing that they may not survive. And that is a choice that that mother should be able to make. Just like a mother should be able to make the choice to preserve her own life. We are sometimes so quick in this country, especially, to make decisions for other people. When it comes to a woman's body and her right to make decisions about her body and the life of the child inside of her. But if that life, her own life, is going to be compromised Is she wrong in choosing to preserve her own life? Knowing that she will mourn the child, knowing that she will be subject to all kinds of criticism and condemnation. It is never an easy decision. And it is never a one-time decision. And what I mean by that is, yes, it happens And you can't go back, but it goes on in your mind. It recurs and forever you think about it. Some women say, I've never thought about it again. Maybe. But we never know what's going to trigger. None of us. And so today... During this Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, I want to remember the moms who have made the decision to terminate because that is a pregnancy loss. And it's time for us to start recognizing that terminations, abortions, whether voluntary or involuntary, are pregnancy loss. 
and there's grief associated. And just like we all grieve in different ways, there's a there's a different way of grieving an abortion or termination and we need to recognize that and hold space in our community for those women as well, those moms as well, because they're moms too. And they're probably more moms, more so a mom because they don't talk about it, because they don't have the ability to talk about their grief associated with termination. And I know today, this is a subject that many may not agree with, and that's fine too. But it doesn't diminish the grief, the loss, the pain, and the lingering sorrow that many of us feel at having terminated our pregnancies. Pregnancy termination, no matter what form, is pregnancy loss. And during this pregnancy loss and and infant loss awareness month, Let's hold space for those moms as well. Be well, be blessed, and trust the Savior.